0: This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. Great to see everyone this morning. Welcome. If it's your first time, we're really glad to see you. We don't know what took you so long to find us, but hey, good to see you anyway. So it's wonderful to be here. We we started the uh, the year strong. We've talked about walk and uh, we had a four-week series on walk and uh, talking about what it means to walk with God. And I don't want us to just then park that series. I want us to remember what that actually means and practically work that out. Partly inspired by the fact that um, I learned to walk a very long time ago, but I've been doing more walking because God spoke to me about hearing from God as I walk, and uh, so I want—I want us to kind of keep that going, and uh, we're having a good time already in church, eh? Yeah. Awesome! And uh, who's enjoyed singing without a mask on? Yeah. My goodness! Yeah, uh, that was good. If you're still wearing a mask, that's also okay. But but yeah, it just felt like a freedom is here, and uh, so uh, I've, I've really, I've really, really enjoyed that. But we're gonna. Think about walk, we're going to continue to think about what God's spoken to us about walking with him, and we, we, did, uh, we did humbly, we did uh, boldly, we did faithfully, and we did prayerfully. And so those are the things we've, we were thinking about, and uh, I, I want us to kind of remember that. We're we starting a new series today called Listen, so you see what we did there? So walking and listening, and last week uh, Dan taught us about walking prayerfully, and I, I trust that you've you've had a go. Have a go at that, and and uh, try to when you've been walking or running or uh, I would run, but my knees my knees won't let me do that. Uh, so I have I have I have to I have to walk, and uh, I hope when you've been doing that, you've been looking around and seeing what what, what the needs are in the area. And praying, because God, whether whatever part of of Lancashire that you live, God wants to use you where you are. You've been strategically placed there to be used by God. And when we think about that, it's amazing the opportunities we have. And 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 just even this week, seeing things, I thought we'll pray about that. As a staff in our staff meeting on Monday morning, we walked around the perimeter of this great uh, five and a half. Acre site that God gave us, we walk right the way around there and just thanking God and, and praying, praying for needs. And so we, we've been encouraged, and I want to encourage you not to just forget about that, but then to continue to walk with God. So uh, if you can, when you can, let's do that. So we talked about walk, and we're going to talk about listening. And how good a listen you, listener you are is largely down to you. We can choose to listen to people. You know, when, when someone says, uh, oh, she's a good listener, that really is a compliment, actually. And, and uh, it's not that they don't know what to say, but because there's a lot more people, seems to be more people good at talking than are at listening. So I'm wondering if I could become a better listener to people, and so we can empathize with people, encourage, help people, understand where people are at, but also to listen to God. And we can all become better, myself included, at listening to God. And that's what I want, we want to encourage you over the next four weeks. So over the next four weeks, we're going to talk about listening to God. And so I won't get it all said this morning, okay? You didn't mention, no, I, we, won't get it, we won't get it all said this morning. But between us, over the next uh, four weeks, Pete and I, who are doing this series, I hope we kind of help you and encourage you to be able to hear from God and to listen better. God doesn't force us to do what he wants us to do. But he encourages, he strengthens us, he empowers us, he encourages us to live the lives worthy of his calling, to live lives that are, that are fruitful, to live lives that are productive, to live lives that make a difference, to live lives that impact other people for his glory. So God wants that. God's cheering you on. God's not wanting to stumble. God's wanting you to do well. So if we think about that, God wants to help us. He doesn't want to force us to do something but he does want the best for us so we're going to do our best and when I say we I always also mean me okay I don't say I know this I'm telling you you do what I'm telling no we are learning together really important really important so I want to be a better listener to you the people I meet and number one from God I want to hear from God better than ever and so, as we think about that, that God actually does want to speak to us, that's an, an amazing thing, you know. And so, well, what does God want me to do? I, I, the, there's there's an option. God often gives us options. It's really important to get this as well, because God, if I don't do that, I'm out of God's will. God doesn't put us into a straitjacket, so there's only a limited way that we can be pleasing to God. Very often, we have options, Okay? to choose how to live for God. So, God wants us to hear from him, and it's, you know, so how do you know? How how do you know when God's spoken to you? Well, you, you know, somebody says, well, you know when you know. That's rubbish, right? That's not helpful. That's not helpful. I need to know. You know, it's a bit like when you're in love, you know when you're in love. Again, not particularly helpful, because, well, let's not go there. But... We need more than you know when you know. And you will know when you know when, 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 we, when God speaks <laughs> to us. You will. you will. <laughs> no, but we need, we need more than that. We need more than that. So over the next four weeks, we're going to try and help you with, with that. So what does God, who does God talk to? John ten twenty seven, And just to give you a, a heads up, in a few weeks, we're going to spend two or three weeks in John 10. Just one verse today. John 10.10, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Or my sheep listen to my voice, I know them, and they follow him. So Jesus is saying, if you're a follower of mine, you will know my voice. And for me, the more I know Jesus, the closer I seek to walk with God and and be close to God, the more I will hear his voice. So, you know, you recognize somebody that you know. If someone you know rings you up, I mean, these days, it tells us on our phone it is ringing, so you don't need to recognize anybody's voice. But when you hear, hear the voice and the certain voices that are precious to you that speak into your life, people that you love, people that you respect, and, and, and you've allowed them to speak into your life, not to control you and push you around but to speak into your life and you know whether that's uh you know with Trisha and I and you know we can speak we can say things to each other that perhaps you wouldn't expect someone who doesn't know you to say so you earn you earn the right to do that and if we know God we become more open to hearing his voice we become more aware and more able to recognize it that it is God who's speaking to us. So in our walk with God, and I'm drawing again from, from from the last four weeks, in our walk with God, we can get to know him better and get to understand him better. My sheep hear my voice. Now you don't normally being called sheep is not generally a compliment, okay? But when Jesus is speaking to these people, they understand, they understood the context in that culture of what he meant because sheep at that time were not driven by sheepdogs and whistles and and, and a shepherd with with, with a stick that was driving them forward. The sheep recognized the voice of the shepherd and followed the shepherd because they trusted the shepherd to take them to places where where they would be fed and watered. So they trusted him, and that's why they followed him. And so they followed him because they recognized the voice of the shepherd. And keeping it simple, When we recognize that it's God speaking to us, because sometimes there's loads of voices in this world, isn't there? There's there's voices in our head. There's things that people telling us, this is how we should think about a particular situation. And, you know, hopefully most people are encouraging you to think for yourself. Let's think for ourselves. Let's hear from God and think think for ourselves. But they recognize the voice. So as a sheep follower... We recognize the voice of God. My sheep listen to my voice, I know them, and they follow him. So all followers of Jesus have an ability to hear from him. Again, very important. My name's Jeff, I'm one of the leaders here, so I hear from God and I tell you what he says. No, there's more, you hear from God. We hear from God. It's not an exclusive thing on, on, a, on a spiritual leader of a community to hear from God. Yes, God just speaking, and, and God gives me th- something to share with you. Absolutely, right? Abs- absolutely. We believe in all in that. But I want to encourage you to hear from God for yourself. Yeah, great. Because you can hear from God not just on a Sunday morning between 11 o'clock and 12 o'clock. You can hear from God s- seven days a week. Right. If you listen. So we're on a bit of a quest to try and become better listeners, and sometimes voices in our head can be ourselves telling us things, and you kind of know that, and you kind of think, "Yeah, this is just me." And, and sometimes, can uh, you have a, it dawns on you? Sometimes you think, "No, don't be a stop being a muppet. Let's hear from God." Sometimes it's ourselves. Sometimes it's it's Satan. You know, the Bible tells us, John ten ten. You know, the thief. Satan, the devil, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So when we hear him, that's his purpose and his motivation is to destroy. So when we hear negative things, condemnatory things, things that are are putting you down, things that are telling you you're not much cop, things that are telling you that you're not really worth anything, that's never God. It's never God. It's the other bloke. And we're not listening to the other bloke. We're listening to God. Because God says, you are loved. You are chosen. God says, you have a hope and a future. God says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful things that we all need to hear. And so as we're listening this morning, if you need to hear anything from God this morning, don't walk away without hearing how wonderful you are in God's eyes. How precious. How valuable. All of that is what we need to hear from God, because God speaks. So God does speak to us. If you're a believer, if you're a disciple, if you're a follower, God speaks to us. Actually, God has already spoken. It's called the Bible. So the principal way that we hear from God is through His Word. The principle way. Now God speaks in other ways and we'll, we'll, we'll look at that in just a moment. But the principal way is three words. So God has already spoken. So if you hear something and you think it's God and it contradicts this book, 100% it's not God. If you, speak, if you hear something and you think that's out of character, that's not God. Because God's character is consistent. And with all the things I've just said that God thinks about you, that's what you need to hear from God, and so when we hear things it won't contradict contradict that, you will meet Christians, and in the book that, that I'm writing, and I've, I've nicked the title from a, from a friend of mine who wrote the Weird Christians I Have Known. You will find there'll be an appropriate time to to uh, release that book, and it's not now, but. But in that book, in that book, there will be people who hear from God every other second. I mean, God tells them where to park the car. God tells them whether to brush the teeth in a more it's, it's nonsense, right? It's nonsense, okay? We will consistently hear from God. And, and I think listening, hearing from God, think about it more as a conversation that's continual rather than one-off things. Now, God can arrest, arrest our and grab our attention in a moment. He does that. Thank God for that. There have been times in my life when he's done that for me and turned around and put you on the right track. God does that. Most of the time, however, it's a conversation. It's a conversation. And you know, you sometimes meet somebody for a while and you just pick up where you left off. I was with a friend of mine yesterday. Football was involved, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but we just picked up where we left off. Hadn't seen him for a couple of months, Spoken on the phone, picked up where he left off. You get that, don't you? So with God, we pick up where we left off. And so I want to encourage you to have a conversation with God that's continual, listening, and of course, a good friend listens more than they talk. Yeah? So if we want to know, want to grow, want to learn, we hear from God. So be wary of people who hear from God seem to be hearing from God every two minutes, worry of people who who God has told them to do something which is contrary, opposite to that. That's not God. They're just trying to justify bad behavior. That's not God. It's not God. So we need to be wise in that and, and listen to that. So And when we listen to God and when we pray in our conversation with God, don't ask God whether to look after your family. Don't ask God whether you should work for a living. Don't ask God whether you should be kind. Don't ask God whether you should be generous. Don't ask God whether you should pray, whether you should read the Bible, because He's already spoken. He's already spoken. So this stuff, we've got this because God has already said. So we, we... Just want you to grasp that, my sheep listen to my voice, I know them, and they follow me. God has already spoken, every Christian can hear God's voice. What a thrill to see people coming to know Jesus this year, and have said yes to Jesus in this house. If you're a brand new Christian, you can hear the voice of God. In time, you might be better at recognizing the voice of God, but you can hear the voice of God now. You really really can. I want to encourage you to hear from God because God is speaking to us all the time consistently through his word and in other ways. And we want to improve our ability to hear from God. Good listening is underrated. The better I get at listening from God, the better my life's going to be in service for him. So I can specifically remember moments in time when God spoke to me directly, not from from the word, but it just seemed to apply to me, and God's kind of just spoken to This This building's an example of that, and all the challenges we had, and when it didn't look like it was going to happen, it was half finished, and we didn't know how to finish it. Because God had spoken, I was absolutely convinced, and that's why it's here, because God has spoken to us we remain faithful, and God is faithful. That's why we're here. There are people in this room who God has spoken to you about specific things, and it took a long time before that happened. Some of you prayed for your husband or your wife, and uh, they seemed to get further away from God. But God is, what had what God said? Yeah. And the result of that is some of them, in some cases, you're here this morning with your husband or your wife, who never looked like become, by, by being interested in the things of God. If God has said it, he come through, so please hold on to the things that God speaks to you, in your life. God uses circumstances to show us that, and we'll we'll unpack some of that uh, as well over the next four weeks. But God does speak, and if we can be better at recognizing His voice, then what a, a blessed thing that will that will be. We stay in faith, and we hear from God. I love I love that you've got your own stories right of how God's spoken to you in the past might be right up to date something specific that it's turned your life around you thought hang on a minute I need to get right with God here I need to put God first in this situation I'm trying to work this out I'm trying to figure it out for myself I'm trying to do things to make this fit to make this work but you come back and think hang on a minute this is what God said And we know when we align ourselves with the Word of God and we align ourselves with what God has said, then God does bless us. God does show us what we need to do. So stick with it. If it thinks that it's something that God has said and it seems further away from reality than it's ever been, it's been further away from happening, and it might be about a family member who's away from from God. I was, again, you know, talking to a friend of mine the other day, just praying, he was praying for his son, and uh, he said, God said, so he's hanging on in there, whatever it might look at. And that might speak to someone uh, th- this morning as well. I'm sure let's get better at listening. So we hear a lot of voices. We need to recognize who that is. With my uh, grandsons, when Trish and I have the boys and the two older ones, Ezra and Amos, five and three mum and dad often say to them, now, listen to your grandma and granddad. We want to have the next two days good listening. And it's great advice, isn't it? Great great. advice, makes me feel, you know, yeah, great. But it's good, it's good advice, good listening. So let's be good listeners. Let's get better at that. And I was drawn to um, the book of uh, Habakkuk, and I want to I just kind of look at that for, for a few moments uh, and see how God, God speaks and how we can position ourselves to hear from God. And the, the, this guy Habakkuk, I, I, I'm taking a bit of poetic license and I'm calling him the grumpy prophet. And uh, Trish reckons there are some days I could apply for that job. <laughs> and so he's the grumpy prophet, he's really ticked off with God, he's really unhappy God, this is happening, that shouldn't be happening, why don't you do something about it? And you know, in, in all seriousness, we find ourselves in our lives at times and thinking, God, don't get this, this shouldn't have happened. I'm, I'm devastated that this has happened, we've all, probably all been there, you might be there right now, you think, God, why, what, what is this? Now, I'm sad to say, we don't always know the answer. Oh, and some, with some things, we might never know the answer. The secret things the Bible says belong to God. And so sometimes we don't know, the, we, we really, really don't know the answer. But Habakkuk was having this wrestling. This, this, the book of Habakkuk, just three chapters, is not really a conversation Habakkuk's having with God's people. It's just a conversation between him and God. It, 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 it ends well, he gets it, in, in, in chapter three, verse two. But in chapter two, this is, this is what he says. So let's, let's l- listen to what the Word of God says. Habakkuk, he says this. So remember, he's looking for answers. He's wondering why. He wants an answer to the question. It says this. I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. Then the Lord replied, write down the revelation, make it plain on tablets, so that a herald may run with it. Now I've used, uh, taught from this scripture before, and often talked about vision, that we need to have a revelation, a vision for God that we, that we follow, and, and, and that's, that's a big part of what this, what this is about, but I just want you to, to picture this guy Habakkuk. We've got a picture of a a tower to maybe help you imagine what this what this looks like so just imagine this guy Habakkuk a long long time ago thousands of years ago he stood at the top of this tower and he's looking he's looking out now they had towers like this and we've seen them all over we see them all over the UK don't we in in castles with 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 turrets and towers and, and 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 there used to be a watchman and a watchman looked out to see if there's if there's an enemy coming or there was, there was there's good news coming or whatever to be aware of the the, cult, the circumstances and the time good picture of of what we should do that we should be looking out for what's happening in the world, not just living in a, a, our, our Christian bubble. We need to look out and so that we can impact and change and, and, and make a difference. Well, so Habakkuk said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna stand still. Now, having just talked to you for four weeks about walking, it might seem like a slight contradiction, but on this, in this situation, he had to stand still. Now, most of us, so I'll speak for myself, not really great at standing still, want to be doing, want, want, want to be moving. Some people, you know, you, you, were, you were born chilled, but that's, that's not really me. So I want to be doing, I want to be, I want to, I want to be moving. If there's, if there's a challenge, I want to be in there, I want to see if I can help sort it out with, with, with others. But no, sometimes we've got to leave things to God. Sometimes we have to stand still and observe what, what the situation is. He said, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. If you've got a watchman, or like you think of changing of the guard and, and thinking at Buckingham Palace, and you know, you can see that the, 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 uh, the, the soldier there that's that, that there's a guard. You can't, you know, think, oh, I'm a bit bored with this. I'll just go to McDonald's, I'll have, I'll have a bit of lunch, and it'll be right, you know, no one ever turns up. No, he has to stay. He has to stay. Because if you don't stay, you'll miss what's going to happen. So he's the inference here that if he stood still, he would see what God's doing. And so he realized he needed, he needed to quiet himself, he needed to position himself, he needed to stand still. In our busy lives, it's important to take some time to listen just stand still to hear from God. Stop being busy. Stop sorting it all out. Stop doing it yourself. Stop, stop saying, "I can do this, I can sort this out. I've faced something similar to this before. I can figure it out. I can do that. No, Stand still and hear from God. And I don't know. it might be for you right now, or, or some of you might have gone through a similar situation recently, and you've done that and God's spoken, and you know the value of that. Right now, stand still. And see what God has to say. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Come, Lord, into this situation in the quietness. And, you know, it's not easy to get quiet without distractions. One of the reasons that, you know, I walk and you've got, you've got young family and all. It's hard to get two minutes of peace. I get that. Find the time to stand still. And then look. He said, I will look to see what he will say to me. So what what are you looking at? Who are you hearing from and what are you looking at? Well, you focus your eyes on Jesus. When he's looking, when I'm looking, I'm focusing my eyes on Jesus and say, God, speak to me. What would you do in this situation? Show me, Lord, through your character and your actions, what I can learn to be in this situation. What would you have me do that would be pleasing to you? Look, look, on a Thursday night in our Blackburn Life Group, online, on Zoom, and uh, we—I said to the, to the guys in, in our Blackburn Life Group, I said, "What do you see?" So in life, church, what do you see? And they said, one of the things they said was, "We see new people becoming part of the family. We there's people there we don't know who they are. We see that God is adding to His church." That's what this. That's what they could see. Now you might be here, and all you can see is the challenge and the problems you've got right now. And I, I, I don't. I don't want to give you a hard time about that because there are times in life when we really need to kind of focus and say, "Right, God, help me with this." But if we lift our heads and open our eyes, it's amazing what we will see as we look across and say, "What's God doing?" What's, it's this, this is how it appears, but what is God actually doing while well, people are becoming Christians? People are being added to the church community. Good things are happening. People are being healed, and so on and so forth. If you look, you'll see what God's doing. I want to encourage you to do that. Uh, it, uh, Habakkuk needed an answer. He said, "God, I'm struggling with this. Give me an answer. I, I, I need to get my head round." It, it's not in. That's not the words are used, but in the vernacular. The, I need to get my head around this situation. So stand still and look and see what God's doing. Listen, the whole four weeks is about listening. And my boys, Ezra and Amos, sometimes they're too busy for listening. Sometimes they listen really, really well. It's kind of like me and God. Sometimes I've got this, I've got to do that. Then I'll take time. And God's, God's saying, will you listen? Will you hear from me? And I believe this morning, online or in the room, whatever your need is, whatever your big question is right now, and I, 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 I can't know what, they, what that is. Obviously, I know some of you a little bit, and know some of you know very well, but you will have questions. Listen, what God, what's God saying? God wants to speak to you because my sheep hear my voice. I know them, Jesus said. God knows you. And because we know that God knows us, we follow him because we trust him. Listen. And of course, finally, write it down. He says there, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets. So that Harold may run with it. It's the simple things, and you've probably heard this many, many times. But keep a note of what God says. Don't filter it. Right? Sometimes God says some things to me. I, I don't really understand that. Write it down. Revisit it. There's been there's a was a particular scripture that God spoke to me a lot of years ago. Before we start, we started with the idea to to, to, to get a new building. I didn't didn't understand that scripture. And i kind of become to understand a bit more of it as time has gone on. So God does speak to us. Write it down. Have a journal. Have a note on your phone. Just, just put it somewhere. Revisit it. Because God will speak to you. And don't, don't let it disappear. Writing it down helps good listening. Helps us to be better at listening. Share it with other Christians that you trust. That you know you can Rely on. So let's stand still. Let's look, let's listen, let's write it down. And as I was preparing this week and praying for you, praying for those of you watching with us online, I said, God, give us a word to speak into these precious folks' hearts. God, give me something let me be a conduit so I can speak life the first thing God says I've already spoken (laughs) so I could God could give me something for you specifically and I believe that that happens and God's spoken to me through people over the years most of the time it's in his word if you're feeling rubbish worthless You've already heard what God thinks about you. So that might have been what you needed to hear this morning, that you are loved, you're chosen, that God has a plan and a purpose for you, that you're forgiven, that you're precious in His sight. That's all you need. If that's it, fantastic, that'll do for me. That's wonderful. But maybe you needed to hear again that the specific word that God has spoken to you about your life, perhaps about your family, about your future, God's using me to say, yeah, hang on to that word. I don't know what it is. I just feel prompted by God to say, stick with that. Hang on to that because God has spoken and God can help you if you stick with it because if we are faithful, my sheep hear my voice, I know them and here's the thing, they follow me. So as a Christian, Most of the time, it's not words from heaven. It's not booming voices that that stop you in the street and embarrass you in front of your friends. It's not that. It's an ongoing conversation. Bit by bit, precept by precept, God, God kind of confirms His Word. God kind of reminds us of what God's spoken. And God absolutely does that all the time. Habakkuk was really a grumpy prophet, he wasn't, he wasn't uh, and if you're a theologian and you've got issues with that please send me an email at Jeff Brunton at really com. <laughs> but here it is in chapter 3 verse 2 this is how he launches it, after getting this off his chest, have you had times when you've got to get things off your chest with God he said, Lord, I've heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds. Lord, repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. In other words, God, I know how wonderful you are. I know how great you are. I'll get it. I get it. I don't understand why you're doing this. I don't understand why you're doing it in that way. I'm not happy about your solution, God. I don't... I, if it..." If if it was me, I wouldn't do it that way. But God, I get it, and He begins to praise God. Lord, I've heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds, Lord. We stand in awe of what God has done. We stand in awe of what God is going to do. We stand in awe of the fact that God is faithful, no matter how things appear, right in this present moment, because what God has said will come to pass. Because God will never be a liar. God will never step out of character. God will never disappoint us. God will never let us down because God has said what God has said and he will always remember mercy. This is not what I deserve, God, but I I know that you are merciful. I know that you're full of grace. I know, Lord, you've forgiven me. I know, God, you give me a hope and a future. I get this. I believe that. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at lifelinks on social media or our website, Life Life.Church, impacting our neighbours, our nation, and the nations with the good news about Jesus.